Well, hey there, and welcome back to another episode of the Lifestyle Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Reese, and today we're going to be talking all about mindset and the power of our thoughts and how a simple decision of wanting more can lead you to everything you dream of. My special guest today is Maria Criticos, a multi-passionate author and entrepreneur who went from teaching high school to starting her own international school to a business-savvy entrepreneur who now shares her passion for helping others live a life of purpose and passion. But like most success stories, there was that one defining moment that was the trigger for making it all happen. And in our conversation, Maria opens up about her personal struggle of having lost it all and how she rebuilt herself and her life. So if you're ready to be inspired and ready to walk away with some actionable pieces of advice that you can start implementing in your life today, no matter where you're at, then listen in and let's jump right into our call. Maria, thank you so much for joining me. Hello, good morning, Michelle. It is my pleasure to be here with you. Uh, Thank you, I'm really excited for our conversation. I know you and I have chatted uh, briefly before and uh, Mm -hmm. you know, kind of talked about all the things that you've been up to. And of course, I've read your book and we chatted a bit about that and hopefully we'll touch upon that today as well. And if, if we don't get to it, because I know I have a feeling you and I could probably <laughs> hold a really good conversation, <laughs> that if yeah. we don't get to the book in detail, I will make sure to link to all of that in my show notes for my listeners. But I'm really just excited to have you on the podcast today because you have such an inspiring <clears throat> story. And, and you know, you just, you and I, when, when we chatted and, and I read your book, there was just something in there that I just think, you know, my listeners and, and mm-hmm. my, you know, my network really need. Thanks, Michelle. I appreciate that. But I think, I think we all, we all have an inspiring story um, and we all have something to share. And um, I'm glad that you found, you know, I don't, I don't know if it's resonance or, you know, that you found my story inspiring and I'm honored and whatever I can share with uh, people lis- listening today, uh, I'm, I'm happy to, and, and I'm here to be as authentic and uh, as authentic as, as possible uh, without crying. <laughs> I was just going to say, I don't know if it's authentic or vulnerable or both. Vulnerable. I, yeah, I it's, appreciate it's kind that. of the same thing, right? Authenticity exactly. and vulnerability, it it, they go hand in hand. So they it's, absolutely it's difficult they for absolutely. a lot of people, but yep. Okay, well, I'm going to stop talking. This is your podcast. No, no, are you kidding? You're going to do all the talking, promise okay, me. But right. um, I, I, before we jump into your story, which is is one I know you and I kind of chatted, but of that sort of riches to, uh, riches to rags, this, this whole journey that you've taken, mm-hmm. I want to start a little bit at the beginning because you and I have a lot of common in terms of the love mm-hmm. for teaching and educating. Yes. And so you were a high school teacher, you created... Yep international school, um, and then, you know, got into real estate. Maybe you can just talk a little bit about that first. Sure. Well, my background is education. You're absolutely right. That's what I went to school for. I have a degree in, um, I have a teaching degree. So I'm a teacher. I taught French and Spanish. Uh, I was very young when I started. Um, should we be talking numbers here? <laughs> People are going to start to do the math and then they just might figure out how old I am. In any case, I was 
You get to share whatever you're comfortable sharing. How's that? <laughs> Incredibly young when I started, 23 and uh, right right out of university. And I was, I remember teaching grade 12. So they were 18. There were students that were there that were 18. So just a few years apart. And I remember I didn't smile once throughout the entire year because I wanted to prove that I was like strict and, you know, I really wanted uh, to command their respect, but it turned out really well. I had a great time. Um, I left the teaching profession to start my own school. And that's where uh, the entrepreneurial bug uh, sort of started. And I remember turning to my mom and dad and saying, mom, um, I'm going to leave the the teaching position that I have right now. (laughs) She almost fell over her chair. Exactly. You know, all that work that we spent going to school for. Yeah. 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 And that stability that I have. Yeah. That's gone. (laughs) Exactly. You remember that. And I had a wonderful position, Michelle, very comfortable, wonderful, like wonderful school here on the West side. Great schedule. Like really anyone's dream. Like I have no idea why you'd want to leave that. Right. So that was um, my jump into entrepreneurship, I said, I'm leaving the school so I can start a school. That's amazing. <laughs> and she amazing. said, what, <laughs> how are you going to do that? First of all, I was very young. Um, you know, didn't have a lot of capital, but I said, I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I am determined to do it. So, uh, myself and three others, uh, formed a partnership at, and we started an international school in downtown Vancouver. Again, I was very young. I had no idea what I was doing. Um, This this was an actual, (laughs) you're so funny. This was an actual physical school, like not an online international school. Correct. Yes. It was a physical location. It, it, there was a lot of risk because, you know, we had to, we had a physical space in downtown Vancouver. There was rent to pay. I mean, it was expensive. Expensive, right? But we were determined, we were resilient, we were passionate, and we had that attitude of like, this is totally doable. You know, when you're younger, uh, there's, I think there's less fear. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I think that's where that, that, that you know, <laughs> phrase, uh, ignorance is bliss comes from. It's like what you don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and so I was in charge of the teachers and curriculum development and all of that. My partner, who was more into accounting and books, uh, took care of that. And because I spoke Spanish, I traveled all over Mexico to recruit students. And it was a hell of a good time. I learned a ton. And uh, it was a great experience for me. So after that, um, the, the school, my sister and I went on to do a teacher training center. So that's where we developed a curriculum to help uh, teachers uh, teach. And uh, we helped them with job positions overseas and all that. So that was another wonderful experience. Um, shortly after that, I met my husband, got married, got pregnant. Do you see how I'm just like skipping along here? I love it. I, and I'm going to stop you if you jump too far ahead. But no, no, yes. no, this is perfect. But okay, yes. so let me ask you. So you, you, you speak Spanish, but you're not Spanish. You're Greek, I'm right? Greek. Yes, okay. girl. I'm and Greek. So <laughs> with a name had- like... <laughs> but you know, with a name like Maria, I tell you, I often get mistaken for Spanish or Latin sure. or Italian. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, for sure. Well, listen, your your Greek last name is nothing in comparison to my married last name, <laughs> which is Greek. And I went from four letters, which is Reese, which I did keep for business. Yes. To 13 letters. Are you going to share your maiden name with, or your, your, your husband's name? Is yeah. It, yeah. 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 My married, yeah. My married name is Anagnostopoulos. I, I, Uh, There you go. Only a Greek could say it, but I love it. Yes, I love it. You know, your husband's family and my uh, family is probably 
probably from the same village in Greece. <laughs> We're going to find that out later. Yeah, absolutely. We do some, what is that? 23 and me? Yes. <laughs> all our relatives. But so, okay. So you just had a love for language and you obviously, yes. uh, you lean very heavily on the creativity side of things um, because you, you are very much a visionary. And I think, you know, you talked about that whole little entrepreneurial spirit inside mm-hmm. you, you know, leaving this stable yeah. teaching job which was a good job and a dream and which was not easy to get like it's not you know working for the Vancouver school board was not uh you know it's not it was a very I don't want to say uh, uh it was it, you would be crazy to leave that job let's put it that way Michelle <laughs> you know what I mean but to everyone was, else on the yeah. outside looking in you know it's like wow you've worked so hard you've you know, you've got this degree. This is exactly what you, what you, you know, studied for. And like, why would you want to leave this? Well, right? you know what? I, I know I mm. get that. And it's, it's hard for people to understand the move away from traditional mm-hmm. careers, but mm-hmm. just knowing what I know about you, uh, through our conversations and through your book, you, you have a bigger purpose. And, and I think that was, you know, you needed to expand yourself and you needed to create an environment where you could expand yourself, which you, you mm-hmm. have. So now mm-hmm. you've gone from teaching, you started this international school, then you started a teacher training center. Yes, and yes. then you got into real estate. Yes, that's right. You know, uh, when I was pregnant with my son, my son, Andrew, who's now 13, I was a little bit bored to be honest. Cause when you're pregnant, you're, you're big. I was pretty big and I'm just a little girl. I'm like five, <laughs> three, but I gained a lot of weight and I couldn't move around very much. I thought this is no fun. But having said that, I thought, well, what else can I do? You know? And so I thought, you know what, I'm going to get my real estate license now, you know, and and I didn't have to work at the time. I was married and things were good. And, but, you know, I was just, I don't want to say bored, but I'm always wanting to do something. And so I thought, you know, I think real estate would be a good, uh, good career for me to allow flexibility, more time with my family, my son that's going to be born, you know, all of this. And so I studied for, oh, Michelle, I remember the last day of the real estate exam. I was in a room full of, I, I I want to say mostly men at the time. They're all in their suits. I was in my, my big baggy pants with like the elastic waistband that like, you know, could accommodate my huge belly, my flip flops because my feet were so swollen. (laughs) And honestly, I was like ready to give birth at any minute. Right. But I had to take this final exam. And the guy turned to me and he said, are you, are you like going to give birth at any minute? I said, maybe get ready. Oh my gosh. Okay. So do you want to laugh? I actually did my, my, I'm pretty sure it was my broker's exam um, <laughs> within my last trimester. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Good for you. Yeah. See? Yeah. I get it. I totally get it. <laughs> so yeah. you had this, so, so again, here's with your expansion and, you know, wanting to do something more and different. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, you got into real estate. Yeah. Now, how quickly after you had your son did you start practicing? Because I know you were quite yes. successful in real estate. Pretty much right away, I'll be honest with yeah. you. I mean, I did take that year off for maternity, and uh, my husband's family it was in real estate, still is. And so I, I, I just got my feet wet, did a few commercial deals, like small office spaces, things like that, um, sold some family property, and thought, this is pretty cool. This actually allows me a lot of flexibility um, and speaks to my number one uh, uh, value, which is freedom, which I didn't really know at the time. So I didn't really know who I was exactly. And that takes a lot of time. So for anyone out there that's listening, that's like, you know, I, I'm not sure that's okay. It's okay not to be sure. Um, but keep moving forward, keep taking action, keep trying different things. And eventually those 
answers will be revealed to you. So I know now without a doubt in my mind that freedom is my number one value and everything I do speaks to that. I love it. And that really is, you know, one of the main essences of lifestyle entrepreneurship is, mm-hmm. and that's what real realtors are, right? It's creating that business to allow for that freedom and flexibility. And you as a new mom now, um, you know, with a young family, um, that is something that is important and mm-hmm. certainly was in your case. And so you, you got into real estate now you've been licensed then for 13 years. Yes, that's right. And that's how I remember it. It's as easy as yeah. remembering how old my son is. That's it. <laughs> It's nice when things line up, especially when you're not a numbers person. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's a side note, guys, because I know I've shared that. I've shared that before anyways, that, you know, numbers hurt my brain, but Marie and I actually just had inside, a little side, side note. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. absolutely. Absolutely. I'm glad, I'm glad you're well, Michelle, yeah, I know you're, you're familiar with the dis- personality test. I'm sure, you know, you're, you know, I it am. I'm out. certified. Yeah. I'm a dirt- uh, certified <laughs> facilitator. So I'm a high I and a D and I feel that you're also a high I. Am I right? You are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I actually have three high factors in, in my profile. Mm-hmm. Um, but what's interesting, what I found about my profile, which um, obviously I, I, I knew this about myself and you probably did the same, but it just reaffirms when you take these, you know, these assessments, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, okay, I get it now. Mm-hmm. There is this need for information for me. So my other third high factor Mm-hmm. Um, is the compliance, the C, oh, wow. the need mm-hmm. for information. Mm-hmm. And so I navigate mm-hmm. my world by learning. Uh, wow. So I've always mm-hmm. considered myself a lifelong learner. I have so many different diplomas and degrees, and it's not mm-hmm. because I was jumping from one thing to another. It's just, I love learning and I love having information. Your um, thirst for knowledge yeah. is very important And so I feel like you are very mm-hmm. similar, um, to that. Uh, yeah. Just <laughs> and just that, and that is why we are in vibrational alignment. And that is why I am <laughs> on this podcast go. and that's how we met. And exactly. So exactly. Mm-hmm. So now let's sort of jump into what I uh, call sort of your defining moment. Because, oh, I love it. You know, it's like, it's like the big, you know, I love, I love that the defining moment. Um, there's something else. I, it's it's the part where the plot thickens, right? That, exactly. That. Well, it's the, yeah, exactly. Plot twist. Like what's going to happen? Plot twist. Now? But up yeah. until this point, right? Yeah. Young oh. mom, beautiful. Oh, yeah. you know, Everything going great. Family, wonderful. Yep. Yeah, yeah. You're in a marriage. Uh, things are yep. well. You you know financially stable with, with uh, you know in all of that. And yep. then what? Top of the world. I mean, you know, I would say I, le- I lived a princess lifestyle, you know, very... You did, yeah, you shared that with me. You just yeah, it like that. yeah it, it was really. I mean, anyone looking in would say, wow, you know, the, the family I the family I married into, because I did marry my husband, but he was part of a much larger uh, prominent family, so to speak. And so there was a lot of obligations, a lot of things that went along with that. So I, I feel like I did marry the family as well. Um, and so, but it was, it was, it was a princess like existence. I had everything. There was no need to worry about anything, uh, you know, beautiful house, uh, beautiful cars, vacations, live in nanny, you name it. I had it. Life was good. Mm -hmm. Plot twist. One one day, all of a sudden, I literally say it was like the rug, literally someone just pulls the rug right under you and you fall flat on your face and you I have no idea where it came from and you don't expect it. And you say, what the hell just happened? And there's a lot that comes with that. It's like denial. Like, excuse me, am I dreaming this? Did this actually just happen to me? Like, how could I, how could my life be so perfect? And then all of a sudden 
this. Mm-hmm. Um, so what was, what was this? Uh, well, we had been married for five years and, uh, without going into too much detail, right. everything that we had just crumbled and, um, uh, discovered that my husband was no longer my husband quotation mm-hmm. marks. Um, uh, it was complete shock for me because I was the most trusting and the most I just, I trusted with all my heart. And that's how I like to go into every relationship. You know, you put a 10 over someone's head as they speak, as I say, and, and you want to see the best in them and, and you don't, uh, I, you know, innocent until proven guilty was, was kind of how I lived my life back then. Right. I, no one could do any wrong, but big wake up call for me. Um, and so my husband ended up leaving my son and I, who at the time was two, um, he left the house. We were, we were, I remember it was cold. It was a November. It was, it was the worst time of my life. Like just, I just couldn't believe what was happening, Michelle. Um, and, um, a very dark time, uh, a lot of disappointment, despair, uh, just like, just shock. I think, yeah. you know, I think it's the state, like all the stages of grief. It's like, wait a minute, this didn't happen. No, 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 no. I, I, I must be dreaming this. There's denial. Absolutely- yeah. You know what? You hit it on the nose. It is. It's all those stages of grief. Yeah. Yeah. Through. So and I disbelief. went through disbelief. And then there's this like, wait a minute, do, could I piece this back together? Do you think I, and then there's that bargaining, right? Like, wait a minute, mm-hmm. am I really going to throw my life away? Like my son is too, like, you know, and so I did a lot of soul searching and I know there's an expression in Greek. It's like when the glass is broken, you can put it back together, but it's never going to be how it was before. Right. 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 And, sure and I come so much different when you say it, it does. And I, I don't know what it sounds like. <laughs> Greek, but, and so I, I couldn't go back. There was, you know, he wanted to reconcile and I just thought, you know what, this is, this is my sliding door. Right. You know, this is, uh, if I make this decision, my life is going to be completely different. If I make this one, it's going to be completely different. So I said, as hard as it was, but I knew in my heart of heart, I, I couldn't go back. You know, once right. that trust is broken and once that, uh, it, it's, it, you could go back, but I knew that it would not, I would not be true to who I was. And so, and I think that's what it comes down to, right? Cause I'm mm-hmm. sure there's some people listening that have gone, you know, back to marriages and, and, and I'm not judging. No, of course not. It, mm-hmm. it, but you hit it on the nose when you said it's really what's in alignment for you and mm-hmm. what felt right for you. And, and mm-hmm. so you had, you had literally had the rug pulled from you. You have yep. gone this, you know, princess lifestyle, as you call mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Now, all of a sudden, facing self-doubt, fear. Oh, yeah. 100%. No, it was a complete turnaround. And so uh, I went from living in a 5,000 square foot home, one of the most beautiful neighborhoods in the city, um, and to literally, uh, I, I call it being homeless, you know, uh, I, and my sister says, don't, don't say homeless. You weren't like on the street, like right. begging for food. But I said, yeah, but I didn't have a home. I didn't have anywhere to live. And to me, that's homeless. Yeah. You were, right? well, you were sharing that you, uh, you were sleeping on, on my mom's couch. Yeah. yeah. That's what I had to resort to. And, and yeah. with my two-year-old son. So my mom lives, lives in, you know, a, a smaller apartment, a two bedroom apartment. Uh, and that's a big change from where I was and to where I had to, you know, set up camp, so to speak, right. With, with my two-year-old son. And I remember that was my living out of a suitcase year. Yeah. year and a half, year and a half about. Um, it was a trying time for everyone. 
Um, and particularly having a, a two-year-old with you at the same time and trying to juggle all that. And what and am I going to do? And a new business because you had, mm. you had literally only mm. been licensed now for two yeah. years, but really practicing exactly. just about a year. You got point. it. Yeah, you got it, Michelle. And so it, you know what? It was like, oh my God, what am I going to do? Like, it's just, wow. <laughs> just, I, I know I talk about it now, like it's no big deal, but you know, anyone going through this, I, I want them to, to know that I don't speak lightly of it. Like I know where you are. I know where you've been. And, but I also want to tell you that you have the power to, to, um, not change those circumstances. Yes, change those oh, circumstances yeah. and yeah. literally pull yourself out of the fire because that's that's really what I did. And I want to share in, um, to, in yeah. our in our chat today how I did that. Right. So yeah. And so before. So then before we get there, what Michelle's like? Follow my timeline. No, I have no, no. Timeline. <laughs> it's good. Oh my God. Okay. I have all these questions in my mind now. Okay, um, it. No, it's a. It, 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 you're you're doing this beautifully, but I kind of wanted to ask before you get into that now where you are now and how mm-hmm. you got there. What was it that? Mm-hmm really made you reflect and decide that you were ready to change your life for the better. Like you could have gone in any direction at that point. You could have, you know, started feeling sorry for yourself, feeling defeated. Totally. And I did all that. Steadily. Right. And so, okay, good to, yeah. So you, you sort of, you, you experienced that. Oh God, 100%. Those emotions, like I didn't go from that to like, okay, let's, let's bounce back. And you know, no way. There was so much doubt. What was it? What was uh, it that changed? I, you know, I had this conversation with my sister uh, yesterday, and I said, "What do you think it was, Joanna?" Because I really want to help people, and I want you know, I want to share my story uh, to inspire others. And so, how, what do you think was the determining factor? Like, how did I actually pull myself out of that situation and get sort of start the road and get on that path or of like even you know, decide that deciding you to do that? So yeah, that's it. Okay, so you you just said the key word right there, Michelle. So. It's a decision to say, no, hell no, this is not going to be my life. Okay. And the question is, where does that fire come from? Mm -hmm. It comes from looking at what happened to you and saying, there is no way that I will ever, ever experience that again. Right. And, and, Mm -hmm. and be in that situation again. So I think it comes down to uh, making that decision, but that decision is fueled by by uh, determination and will uh, to say that I will never put myself in this situation again. I will never um, have to sleep on a couch again. I will never have to be homeless again. I will, you know. So that was that was it. That was really the key: a decision to say, "Hell no, I am never allowing this to happen again in my life." So now. Now that we've decided that, well, what do we do now? <laughs> and <I was> like, <laughs> now okay. what? <laughs> well, I know you're, I was angry. I said, how did I get here? Like, why am I here? So there's a lot of self-reflection, right? Mm-hmm. Um, why did I do the things I did? Why was, in, why was I in the relationship I was in? So a lot of growth, a lot of self-discovery. Um, I think, I love this expression. I want to share it. It's like, I can't remember it exactly, but the harder... I think the harder the fall, the higher the bounce. Have you heard of that? I have. Yeah. yeah. And I think if you look at all successful people, truly, truly uber successful people, Tony Robbins, Dean Graciosi, I mean, they have a story. They have a story of oftentimes 
like not coming from a wealthy background, not having everything handed to them. There is a, there is that, that struggle and, and something, a seed gets planted in them. That's what happens, I think. And they say, you know what, this is never going to happen to me again. Like Tony, for example, and I know you probably, you probably know Tony and you're probably just letting me speak. I don't, I but, don't. Okay. <laughs> you're good. <laughs> I, I say that because Vivian, your mom, has spoken on stage with Tony, and that's the first time I. I yeah, um, she got I came to across her. him. Yeah, no, 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 no. I don't know. That's I don't very cool. Know him. But his story, like when he was young, he went through a lot of, uh, you know, turmoil and struggles, and his mom was not very good to him, and and you know they didn't have a lot of food. I remember, I think it was Christmas or Thanksgiving, and he remembers a, a, a nice man coming to his door and knocking on his door and giving them food. But then his dad was like, "No, I don't want your food." But then Tony, he had that he had that seed planted in him, and he said, "You know what? When I grow up, mm-hmm. I'm going to make sure that nobody goes hungry at Thanksgiving, and I'm going to be that man at the door that you know that wants to help other people." And now he's like fed what like a billion people or something, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I think it comes from a defining moment where you say, no, hell no, I'm never going to allow this to happen to me again. And that's the fuel that drives successful people. So that's when they always say, what's your why? Like what I remember working with a coach and she said to me, you know, why is it that you started this network? And I said, well, because I want to inspire women. She's like, mm-hmm. why Maria? And she kept asking why. And I said, I just told you because I want to inspire. She goes, yes, but why is it that you want to inspire women? I thought, mm, well, um, I said, because through my own story, I want to show them that they are capable of creating whatever life they dream of and they don't need anyone's help. Hmm. What does that mean? Why? So she kept asking this, why, why, why? I I got so upset with her until she finally got to the bottom of it. And I said, you know what? Because I had everything taken away from me and I never want that to happen to me or anyone else again. And I want to show women how to stand on their own two feet and not only create financial independence for themselves, but but happiness. Because when you create that from a place of inside, it doesn't matter what happens around you. you no know, one can take it away. No one can take it away from yeah. you. And she's like, there you go. That's it. You see? So it's that, it's that driving why. So you have, to, you have to dig really, really deep, Michelle. And, um, and I guess that was, that was mine. That's amazing. And so we are going to talk about your network. Um, oh, okay. I do, want, yeah. I do want you to share. Yeah, well, I want you to share a little bit of about course, that. Of but, course. Um, you were going to share, before we get there, um, about what it was that helped you. Um, mm-hmm. what things mm-hmm. you did. So you've decided that you were mm-hmm. not going to ever be in that position again. You were, you decided that you wanted more for your life and for your mm-hmm. son. You wanted um, to be independent and not mm-hmm. have to rely on anybody and not mm-hmm. have to be put in a position where someone can take that away. And so what yeah. was it? Yeah. What sort of, what worked for you um, to be able to now move you from this, this place of struggle to mm-hmm. now where you stand today, this place of success. And I don't say success just as a financial, mm-hmm. you know, in, in true harmony, alignment, uh, happiness, joy, all of that falls under success. And so what was it for you that helped you to get from that struggle place to where you are now? 
Mm-hmm. I want to share with everyone that it doesn't happen overnight, first of all, right? Because there's no like magic pill that's like, okay, you see all this pain that you're feeling and the struggle and all that. Well, all you got to do is take this pill or read this book or do this activity or take this course. And in one day, your life will be transformed. And you know, that's not the case, right? And so it's a series of things, but I always say it's like just taking that first step. Okay. So, so when I coach women um, in helping them turn their ideas into reality, I, I say, don't look at the whole elephant, right? Because what, what, how do we eat an elephant one bite at a time? And we don't eat elephants, by the way, but just an analogy, <laughs> right? So it's like, okay, what is the first step? You know, like, and, and before we get to what is the first step, the first question is, what do you want to become? What do you want your life to look like? That is such a big question. Yeah. And that takes a lot of time. So now that everything has been taken away from you and everything that you knew is now gone. Wow. I know it's hard, Mm -hmm. but guess what? You have to also look at it like a new, from a new perspective and a, a fresh start. So now that everything has been taken away from you, right? And you are no longer that person, no longer that life. No, what? what you have a blank canvas. What do you want to be? What do you want to create? And the first time I started asking myself those questions, I thought, I, I, I was kind of stumped. I thought, really? Like I can be and do and have whatever I want. How is that possible? And so what I started to do was, you know, you start Googling, you start uh, checking out books or, or people that are inspiring to you or other women that have accomplished what you want to accomplish. And the first thing that happens is, is complete disbelief. And you say, I'm, I can't do what Michelle's doing. There's no, I mean, sh- there's no way. How can I do that? Right? So I think it, um, it starts with cultivating a belief in yourself. So number one, ask yourself, who do you want to be? Like, what do you want to create? What do you want your life to look like? Right? And then the second thing is, Seek out individuals, whether that's through books or podcasts or, 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 or in-person meetings or whatever, and figure out what did they do? What did they do? And then take that tiny, tiny, tiny first step. Because as Brian Tracy says, you know, the first step to uh, achieving everything that you want is the courage to actually do something, even if it's tiny. And then, and then the second step is to stay in the game, even when you don't see the, the results right away. So love it. You're like, okay, so what was that again? So, no, 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 I love it. I, I listen, you and I have chatted. So I kind of, I kind of know, I want to be mindful of making sure that we're not having this intuitive conversation yeah. <laughs> and the but, listeners are like, um, but, but there's for, a gap here. What? <laughs> for the listeners, like number one, decide who you want to be, decide what you want get really clear on that and take time with that, right? That's not going to come overnight and that's okay. And then, you know, just um, start seeking out people that have accomplished what it is that you want to accomplish. And then third, start cultivating that belief. And then, and then you're probably going to ask me, well, how do I believe in myself when I don't believe in myself? Right. Right. Right? So how, how did you believe in yourself when you really felt defeated? I looked to other people and I, there was something in me uh, initially that said, you know, I'd look at like, I don't know, example, someone like Marie Forleo, I remember was one of my big, big inspirations yeah. uh, back then. And I thought, this girl is amazing. Like, how did she do it? Um, another one, this is what happened. Uh, there was an event that I went to. Uh, this, this girl had, had, 
put on this amazing event and it was just, and I just, I just remember looking at her and thinking, wow, what, like, I was so impressed by her. Uh, Rebecca, if you're listening, it was called Winner's Circle and it was, and I was just so impressed. And I turned to my friend and I said, how did that girl do it? She said, oh, Maria, she just took this course called Landmark Education. I said, Landmark? What the heck is that? Have you heard of it? I have. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I'm not plugging Landmark or anything like that, right? <laughs> but I'm just showing you my first step. Okay. So the first step was like that curiosity of like, wait a minute, how she's doing something amazing. How did she do it? So asking yourself, like, how do these people do it? So my friend said, she took the course. I said, oh, so this course is going to help me get out of my struggles and da, da, da. It's the uh, magic pill, right? Yeah. She's like, I don't know. Just ask her. <laughs> so I asked her. She said, Maria, you will get from it what you need from it. And that really pissed me off, Michelle, because I was like, okay, wait a minute. <laughs> can you be a little more specific? Like, I need to get off this couch. I need to start my business. I, can you just... I, you know what? I love that you actually just shared that because it's, don't we do that all the time? It's like somebody gives us an answer and we're looking for something completely different. And, but it's in that is, there's, there's so much truth to that. It's whether it's a course, whether it's a book you read, whether, whatever it is, you know, a person that you introduce yourself to, whatever step it is, you're going to get what you need out of it without the looming expectation that it's going to solve all your problems. Because when you yes. do, when we do that, that's when we walk away feeling disappointed Absolutely. Um, or, you know, continuing that the perpetual searching for that, that one answer. And there's, yeah, no there is, not. there is no one, but the thing is that that one step that you have the courage to take that action step, whatever that is. So it's like, do I call Rebecca and ask her about this course? Um, you know, just whatever that one little action step is, that is going to take you to the next step. And then the next step will be, will be revealed. And then the next step. And then the next step. And that's how you get to the top of the staircase, right? Yeah. One so step the, at a time, right? Yeah, so you, which you, I know in your book, you, I mean, you, you, you shared about all of that. And what mm-hmm. impressed me most um, was the mindset that mindset. you cultivated. Yeah, that you cultivated for yourself. Yeah. Because, yeah. You, know, when, you know, when I was reading your book and you were describing that that place that you were sitting in after that struggle, you know, after that defining Mm -hmm. moment and then the struggle Mm -hmm. piece and where you were sitting, you know, it's like you could feel it in reading it. You could feel it. And to go Mm -hmm. from that to where you are now and you're, you know, the way you talk about mindset, Mm -hmm. um, is, is huge. That's a huge piece. And so maybe you want to just, you know, take a few minutes if you can, and just chat a little bit about mindset, because that, that is a huge piece to, um, you're being able to, you know, get out of that, yeah. um, that place. Mindset is huge. I, I never really understood the importance of it um, for, for a long time, but it, it is really, really key. Um, mindset is all about, well, here it is in, in one sentence. We become what we think about. Mm-hmm. Hello. You know, mm-hmm. everyone that's in our field understands that sentence, right? But the, the, when I first heard it, we become what we think about. I thought, what the hell does that mean? Like, I don't, <laughs> you no, abstract. But, <laughs> no, but seriously, like, I'm like, I, no, 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 this is not good enough. I want to know how we can become successful. I need the outline. I need the business plan. I need, you know, <laughs> we become what we think about okay, what does that mean, Michelle? It just drove me nuts because I heard it everywhere. Every book I would read, every, you know, all these like, you know, self-improvement books. It was like, you know, your thoughts create. Thoughts become things. Yeah. And this, I was like, 
Okay, somebody explain this to me because it's really bothering me. And so, okay, so let's delve a little bit deeper. So I, when I really understood it, it opened up everything. So essentially, and it's in the book, it's like whatever we tell ourselves, Michelle, on a daily basis, whether it's the words that we are actually speaking, and I think that's super, super, super important. And people say, oh yeah, sure, Maria. But we do it at such a subconscious level, like, oh my God, I'm so fat. <laughs> Just an example. I mean, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Oh my God, I could never do that. It's like, oh my God, my knee hurts. Like, yeah. oh, I'm so, I'm so old. And I'm like, don't say that. And people are like, why? Because your words create your reality. And they're like, oh, Maria, you're so dramatic. But let's think about <laughs> it, right? The words that we tell ourselves every single day, Michelle, are are giving rise to the thoughts, right? So mm-hmm. whatever we tell ourselves, whether consciously or subconsciously, it's like it's creating a thought. That thought is giving rise to a feeling and we take action based on how we feel. So think about it. Someone who's feeling, oh, I don't think I can do this. I'm not good enough. This sucks. I'm never going to find anyone else. Oh my God, my life is over. Somebody help me. This sucks. I'm, whatever, that downward spiral. What kind of action do you think this person is going to take? None or something, uh, maybe a detrimental action, right? Obviously. So, so then let's look at the person who's like, you know what? I'm going to do it. If, if Michelle can do it, look at this girl. She's on fire. If she can do it, I'm going to give it my all. And I don't care if I fall flat on my face. I'm still going to do it because in the process, I'm going to learn something, you know, or I am happy. I am free. I create possibilities. Whatever those affirmations are, we can talk about affirmations in a sec, but the words are super, super important because then someone that's speaking to themselves in that way is going to take on a totally different action, which is going to give them a completely different result. Yep. Yep. What was your question, Michelle? (laughs) I don't even remember now, but you know, I know you you answered it, but you know, mindset, 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 Mindset. you know, you know, it's funny as you're talking uh, and I'm reflecting back on our earlier conversations, and even just as early as the beginning of this podcast episode, mm-hmm. you've said a word that I think, uh, and maybe I'm going to say it, maybe it won't resonate with you, but you mm-hmm. you use the word more. And I think whether you were aware of it at the time or not, that mm-hmm. has been something that you have, you believed that you were um, deserving of. That whole, you know, from being a teacher to mm-hmm. I want more. Mm-hmm. Um, from being in that, you know, dark place of despair, I'm, I'm meant for more. I deserve mm-hmm. more. Um, mm-hmm. so you know, you're right. Wow. The language, language is mm-hmm. huge. Language mm-hmm. is huge, whether we're conscious of it or not, mm-hmm. what we, what we think we influence, how we feel. And then of course, how yes. we feel is how we act. And so, yes. yeah. Yes. So that was, that's sort of your, um, first step then into really yes. taking control of mindset. Yeah. And so, so if mindset is key and, and we become what we think about, how can we be the master of our thoughts, right? And that's another thing I didn't understand. It's like, wait a minute, we have the ability to control our thoughts. <laughs> like, honestly, you know, crazy not, notion. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, if you're, well, if you're not exposed to this kind of stuff, like, and you never hear it, it's like, wait a minute, I thought my thoughts were just on repeat. And you Well, know. this is not common language. You mm-hmm. know, I don't know about your, your family, but I know, you oh, know, in my gosh, generation and no. my European family, that was never a topic of conversation. You yeah. know, it was just, yeah. you, you didn't even think, actually, you didn't even think about that. That no. just wasn't, didn't even land on your radar that there was even a no. reason to think, you know, about yeah. that. Um, so, so you're so right. But there's a lot of people that don't realize that 
that is a topic of conversation and self-inquiry and it Mm -hmm. is possible to, Mm -hmm. you know, really start controlling your thoughts. Totally. And that's the key to all success, right? To guard, uh, our mind, the gates of our mind, as someone once said, and only allow in what we permit to allow in. That's it. Nothing more, uh, nothing less. Um, you know, today I will permit what I say goes <laughs> into my into my mind. I know that sounds crazy, but it's really consciously becoming really conscious of what you are telling yourself. Uh, what you are thinking, what you are saying. And so if for those listening, I want to recommend a very easy read that has helped me a lot, Michelle. And it's called, I think it's called The Seven Day Mental Diet. The Seven Day Mental Diet by Emmett Fox. Do you know it? I've heard of the title. I've never oh my, read it. Michelle, it's 15 pages. It's a tiny oh, little... Done. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, it's a ton. It's so profound though. And here's the, here's the concept. And this is what's going to help you with mindset. The first thing that you need to do to cultivate a mindset of success is number one, stop complaining. Holy Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Michelle, that's easier said than done. Okay. I'm going to challenge everyone listening today, including you, although I don't think you do it, but (laughs) I think, you know, by human nature, that is, um, that is what we do. Um, it's our default. It's well, our look default. at children. Mm-hmm. Look at children. That's you know when you look at children, they they give you a pretty good glimpse into what is, um, you know, what is sort of innate. And I think as humans, that is just something that we have. Our default is to complain. And in some yes. in some cases, it's good. You know, yes. there there are some cases where you do need to complain in order. <laughs> There to are. find yes, in order to yeah. find a creative solution, absolutely, yes. Because yes. if you keep shoving it down and ignoring it and pretending like it doesn't exist, that's not that's not self serving either. But no, I agree with you. So, so this here's is the question: so seven. So it's a seven, 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 <laughs> seven, seven yeah. day, seven day. Wait, mental seven day friends. mental. No, seven day mental diet. Diet. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna, we'll I'm gonna leave it. all of this in the show notes for everyone. Yeah, totally, yeah. totally. Emmett Fox, right? Super, super simple. So. Um, here's what he says. Like you said, yes, we have negative thoughts. Everyone has, I have negative thoughts. The most positive person on the planet will have negative thoughts. It's just normal. But here's the difference. The moment, the second that we have that negative thought is the moment that we have the ability to not dwell on it. So in other words, the moment that you catch yourself thinking something negatively, like, and we do it all the time, Michelle, especially mm-hmm. with social media. And like, mm-hmm. oh my God, look at that girl. Oh, oh, she shouldn't be doing that. Oh, who does she think she is? Like, these are just even little, tiny, yeah. tiny little thoughts. Or like, I'm not good enough. Or like, I was oh. just going to say, like, flip, right? flip that. It's like, oh, I can't do that. Oh, I could never be that. Or, yeah. wow, they're a better mom than I am. Yeah. Or, yeah, we all, we have every, and, and you hit it on the nose, the word conscious about it though. Yeah. It's, it's and this is the key. Aware. That's it. You got it. It's the key to all change is awareness. So the moment he says, the moment we become aware of this thought, think about it like a little, is it called cinder, that little flame or or is it Tinder? (laughs) (laughs) I think Tinder is a dating app. I don't know. Oh God. That works. (laughs) Everyone, please stay away from that app. But anyway, okay. Uh, let's go back to the cinder. Let's call it a cinder. It's that little sure. flame. I don't know what it spark. is. The little yes. spark. And and let's say you're like it, it. It lands on your you know your sleeve or whatever. This this the thing you have to do right away is like oh shoot no that 
and I, I like, what's it called? Uh, swipe it off or get it off. Or like, no, I am not allowing that thought to dwell. I'm not going to dwell on that thought because what happens when you dwell? Your, your whole body's going to go up on fire, isn't it? So when I think of that analogy, it's like, oops, there's that negative thought. But the first thing is to become aware of it, right? Yeah. So the moment you're aware of it, you have the ability to shift it. And, and that's all it is. It's just a shift. It's just like, choose a different thought. Choose an empowering, a self-serving, uh, self-serving thought. And uh, my two favorite words are this, choose again. Hmm. Choose again. Choose again. Choose again. I say that to myself nonstop every day. You know, when I feel myself going into a downward spiral of negative thoughts, uh, as hard as I try, sometimes things happen in life. You see something, you hear something, something doesn't go right. Automatically, you want to say, oh my God, why is this happening to me? This is never going to work out or this or that, or I'm always going to be in this situation. Stop it. Like just. You said that like a true mom. I have, you know what? I have to give a huge shout out to Agapi Stasinopoulos. Agapi, I love you. If Agapi in Greek means love, by the way. Yes. Uh, she is the most beautiful soul. Her book is called Waking Up to the Joy of You. Agapi is incredible. Do you know her, Michelle? No, I don't. She's Ariana Huffington's sister. Okay. Yeah, oh. but, these, but these two sisters, they're so... Uh, anyways, I can't say enough about Agapi. Agapi uh, writes for a blog called Thrive Global. And, and I read her article. Yes, okay, yes. And, and this is the whole thing. And when you're... There, it, it's, uh, I think it's titled Stop It. And I watched it with my sister and we just couldn't stop laughing. And it's about a woman that goes to a therapist and she's talking about all oh, these... Pro-, and then the, the therapist is a comedian. I can't remember who he was, but he says, here's the solution. Are you ready? She's like, yes. So she takes out her notebook and, and he's like, stop it. And she just was like, what? Anyways, we're not making light of therapy or anything like that. It's a wonderful article about negative thoughts if you, if you want to read it. But, but, but um, choose again is the concept I want to come back to. So when you, have, when you are aware of the negative thought, okay, all you got to do is say, stop it and choose again. That's it. And, and, yeah. and I know it's going to be hard. And I know it's a practice, Michelle. This doesn't happen overnight, right? Everything is a practice. There is nothing that comes to us that lands on our lap that is going to magically transform overnight. It's a practice. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I do the red rubber band technique. Um, <laughs> yeah, honestly, like I'll just, if I, I wear a red rubber band and the minute that I feel myself thinking something negative, like, I just snap it. Ow! I snap it, and when it does, it wakes me up, and I and I say, "Okay, Maria, choose again." Choose again. Yeah, you know what I, that, that, I love that. And you know what I love about that is that in you and he, me hearing you say that, it almost gives me that permission to feel like I have the power. You know that there's a choice. Yeah, that you're not you're not ever a slave to a thought or a decision or anything. Is choose mm-hmm. again. It's like if yeah. that didn't work, choose again. If, you know, if that, exactly, if if you're feeling crappy right now, choose a different thought, choose a different feeling, like just keep on choosing differently. And so I love that. I love that. Yeah, it's great. I think, uh, I think I read it in one of Gabby Bernstein's books. Uh, I think it was, uh, the universe has your back and it's all about acting from a place of fear or love. Right. So, um, yeah, big shout out to her too. Anyways, choose again. 
Hey, that should be a chapter for another one of my books. Choose again. I'm going to make a note here. <laughs> I think of all the things that you're choosing and that you're going to choose and you have chosen. Yeah, Just, I think that's a good one. Yeah, choose again to bring your, your yourself back to, to, you said, that that creator of your own reality, uh, but also to a place of love, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, choose so again. You, you've, <clears throat> you mentioned, now that you mentioned your book, that's a beautiful segue because let's talk about where you are, where you are right now because sure. you, yeah. you have done some amazing things in your life, in your business, um, for other people as much as for yourself. You are the author of your, of your first book, Girl with mm-hmm. a Plan, um, mm-hmm. and we're going to leave a link at the, uh, in my show notes for where people can get that. Mm-hmm. Um, but maybe you can share, let's just talk about, cause you've got a network of ladies who lunch. You are, mm-hmm. um, you've created, she's in the biz, uh, blueprint. Um, you have a course, uh, mm-hmm. idea to reality. Mm-hmm. Let, let's talk about where you are now, because you decided, you know, if we back up, you mm-hmm. made that decision that you wanted more, that you deserved mm-hmm. more, that you were mm-hmm. never going to be put in a position like that. You yeah. went through your struggles, you know, your, your defeat, you worked on your mindset, you took it one day at a time, step mm-hmm. by step. And now you are in a place of success, which is mm-hmm. happiness, joy, um, mm-hmm. you know, fueling yourself with positivity and fueling other people. So maybe you can share where, let's talk about ladies who lunch first, because mm-hmm. that, that has, um, that's, you know, seen you tremendous success and, and in that network, you've been able to help so many people. So tell us Thanks. a little bit about that. Thanks, Michelle. I think, first of all, let's talk about success and what success is and what it means uh, really quickly to me, success is becoming all that you were created to be. And, and that's how I feel when I am working on the network, um, when I am creating these courses or writing the, my book or working on my second book. It's like, I feel that I am successful because I am living, living my, my truth and my purpose and uh, I am becoming everything I was created to be. And, and that's, that's the key to success. And, and that's really the purpose, I guess, with the Ladies Who Lunch Network, which just really started out as a passion project, a way to inspire others through my own story, uh, that you do have the ability to rise above your circumstances, whatever those may be. And um, the network essentially uh, speaks to those that are determined to create a life they love. That's really, that's really the crux of it. Uh, if you are someone that, I like that, that wants more. I like that, that wants more, wants that, more. that is yeah. curious about, you know, how, how is it that Maria wakes up every day and she's super excited about her life? Like, I want that feeling too. <laughs> because you want more. That's it. You are yeah. just in tune with wanting more. Yeah. <laughs> We're totally attuned with I'm insatiable. More. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to go deep into what that could actually mean. No, no, no. You know what it is though? No, I want to go. I want to just touch on it. It's a yeah. thirst for life, Michelle. It's yeah. a thirst for, like I say, I wake up every morning and I can't wait to do what I'm doing. And it doesn't feel like work. And then when people say to me, Maria, what do you like to do for fun? You know, it's like, yes, uh, it is fun. Sorry. <laughs> I don't understand yeah. the question. So, um, so the network inspires women that have a dream and that want to go after it, whatever that looks like for, for them. Yeah. And it's cheeky, Michelle, ladies who lunch is a cheeky term. It's, it's, it has, you know, and I, sometimes when people first hear the expression, they're like, 
what? Who are these ladies? Is this for the elite? You yes, know, is it? Yeah, yes. yeah. And it's not, and it's not until people actually get into the network and they, and, you know, surround themselves with, with these other amazing, incredible, powerful women um, and supportive that they say, oh, wow, Maria, like sometimes your images are like nothing who you are in person. And so, uh, <laughs> So we appreciate that, you know, we're recording this in our pajamas. Yeah, we should. Yeah, (laughs) I think so. Because, hey, all those fancy hat pictures and, you know, those touch up, you know, filters or whatever the case may be, that's not real life. You know, those are promotional images. Uh, But, you know, I like to share behind the scenes as well today. uh, Yeah, I'm in my pajamas because like you said, (laughs) This is the lifestyle that we've created for ourselves, right? And um, and uh, we we can work work, so to speak, all right? Uh, create, have fun, uh, and I'll do it from from wherever we are in the world, right? And that's the lifestyle entrepreneur. That's the lifestyle. Yeah. Is that, that's the yeah. That the is, that's, that's, that's a lifestyle entrepreneur is yeah. able to create mm-hmm. a business around a life you love yeah. and operate in a way that's in alignment for you. And of course, you know, every industry ha- is going to have its own set of parameters. Like in mm-hmm. real estate, w- mm-hmm. we can't necessarily do, you can't necessarily do your job in sales. I can't show homes in my pajamas. No, I mean, and I could, you can't but... show homes if you are, <laughs> you know, on a beautiful island somewhere in the Caribbean. But, but. when when you're here... You work with the parameters that you have mm-hmm. and you get to design what your day looks like. And when you do yeah. go away, you have that freedom and flexibility yeah. to do so. You don't need anybody's permission. And that's really where um, the source of freedom comes from for, you know, for realtors. And same thing for mortgage brokers. Anybody who's in an industry yeah. that you know, mm-hmm. still has some sort of regulation around them and there's still an expectation of how business is going to be done. It's not solely online. We do deal mm-hmm. with people. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you, you hit it on the nose. It's like, hey, you can decide and choose to work in your pajamas life by design right life by design exactly Mm -hmm. amazing so you have this network now this network is this only open to people in vancouver or is no absolutely not no absolutely not the network is a global community that was my vision and always has been we have members from all over the world and um i would say who is it for you know, it could be for that someone that's stuck in that nine to five that has something that they're passionate about. They don't know, they don't have the tools, they don't have the belief, they, they don't have the evidence that you can create a life around what it is that you're good at and you're passionate about and all of that. So they need to see other women that have, um, that have attained a certain level of success. And, and so uh, they are inspired by others uh, that have gone through what they've been through. And so that would be the, the first, I uh, would call it, as we call it, customer avatar of the group. The second one would be um, uh, women that have gone through something incredibly transformational, whether that be the loss of uh, a job, a career, you know, like in my case. And again, they're seeking inspiration. So I would call it an inspirational networking group for women determined to create a life they love. Uh, we have an online platform and you, you don't need to be where I'm from, which is Vancouver, to get the benefits of it. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Now, do you have a website? Uh, yeah. That- it's the LWL Network, lwlnetwork.com. And the acronym stands for Living a Life Without Limits. And not only does it stand for Ladies Who Lunch. Ladies but, Who Lunch, yeah. But yeah, <laughs> Living a Life Without Limits, which again is the motto of the network. And um, yeah, that's it, Michelle. Now, Amazing. how much time do we have left? Do you want to hear a quick acronym for the secret to success? 
for Let's everyone? Let's go for it. That will end off with that. That's perfect. Okay. That sounds good. And so basically, um, I love acronyms. I'm a teacher, so I, I, want, I want to remember things easily. So here's the acronym. The secret to success is P-P-C-C-B-A. P. P-P-C-C-B-A. Okay. <laughs> well, that's not really an acronym because an acronym <laughs> actually, I think has to form a word like my other acronym LSAT like oh that's that's for another podcast but okay PPCCBA quickly patience number one we said it today you can't go from A to Z without going through B C D E F etc right Mm -hmm. patience persistence right you have to be persistent did you hear about the girl who gave up Michelle yeah (laughs) how many of them (laughs) that's my favorite the first time someone said that to me he's like Maria did you hear about that girl that gave up I was like, ah, what, no, what happened to her? He's like, ha, 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 see? I was like, oh, okay, I got it. <laughs> Persistence. Uh, commitment, Michelle, right? So a lot of people say they want success until they actually understand what success takes. You know, it, it's, it's really being committed to doing whatever it takes. Long nights, hard hours, a uh, lot of struggle. So that committed versus being just interested the, the second C stands for consistent action, right? So always, always being in action um, and not being afraid to try something. I can't tell you how many things I've tried and they failed, but what I've gained from that learning experience has been invaluable. Uh, the B is for belief. A belief in yourself is, is key and that comes with that mindset piece and cultivating your mindset and using affirmations and finally, accountability, a sense of accountability. Um, and we do that through the network. But for me, I would say, how do you, how, who is the best person to hold you accountable? I would say someone you admire. So if I tell someone I admire that I'm going to do something and then I don't do it, oh, I feel really awful. So for me, that's a big motivating uh, piece. So if I tell you, Michelle, I'm going to write a book called Hungry for More. <laughs> By 2020. Oh, I'm so calling on you in January to find out where you are. (laughs) Oh boy, I better get writing. Hungry for more. I love it. Hope that helps. Mm -hmm. So PPCCBA, that is amazing. Mm -hmm. Maria, thank you so much for getting up so early and uh, because I know we're working on a time change and uh, for sharing your time with us today. You've, You've not only been vulnerable in sharing your story, which is extremely powerful, um, because what you've been able to create as a result of that has, is nothing short of amazing and is nothing short of a testament to you and your ability to adapt and be resilient and and all the things that you've shared with the listeners today. Um, I know that they're all sitting there going, I want more. <laughs> There's that more word. And so I will be sure to leave links in my show notes to where people can find you through your social channels, uh, mm-hmm. your website, the Ladies Who Lunch Network, um, okay. and to get people connected with you. I love what you're doing. I love what you stand for. And thank you, Michelle. Thank you. Likewise, likewise, and thank uh, you. and a pleasure to be on this uh, podcast. Congratulations on all of your success. I'm keeping my eyes on you, and uh, I want to tell everyone uh, the last thing I'd like to say. If there was one thing uh, I would like to leave everyone with, it would be dream with eyes wide open. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Perfect ending. Maria, thank you so much. <laughs> Thanks, Michelle. Well, there you have it. Are you feeling inspired? Are you ready to want more and ready to choose what's going to come next for you? 
As promised, I will leave a link in my show notes to where you can learn more about Maria and connect with her, and also a little bit of a recap on some of the things that we chatted about today. So head on over to www.michellereci.com forward slash episode 20. Maria, thank you so much for being with us today and sharing your story, and thank you guys for being here to listen to us. I don't take it lightly, the time that you share with me, so thank you, thank you. I look forward to chatting with you guys soon. Same time, same place next week. Bye for now.